Yo, today's QOD is the quality of your life is the quality of your communication. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Happy Monday to you, my friend. We got Tony Robbins on the show today. He's going to talk about one of the most important things I ever learned in my whole entire life, which is it means what you make it mean. Perception is everything, and perception is created by you. Perception is created by me. There are so many different ways to interpret a situation. So it's important to step back and be like, okay, how am I creating meaning here? And what else could this mean? Or does it mean anything at all? Tony Robbins, coming up after these words. So what we're really going to do is we're going to start our whole basis of studying of communication to remember one thing. And write this in your notes if you would. And that is the quality of your life is directly related to the quality of your communication. The quality of your life is the quality of your communication, period. The quality of your life is the quality of your communication. Now, pretty basic idea, nothing earth-shattering, but I'm here to tell you that's the entire, your entire life comes down to this. The quality of your entire life comes down to the quality of how you communicate. With whom? No, no. With whom first do you think it determines how you... That's right. The quality of your life starts with the quality of how you communicate to yourself. That's where it all starts. How you feel is not based on the environment. Is it based, like, how you feel? Is that determined based on, like, whether or not you have lots of money? Yes or no? I think a little mixed reaction on that one. They go, well, no, no, it's not. No, absolutely not. No. How's that for incongruent communication from a lot of you? <laughs> okay, some of you have a little mixed feelings about this, don't you? Well, let me ask you a question. How many of you know somebody who has tons of money and is still not happy? Ah, interesting. How many of you know somebody who doesn't have any money at all but seems to be very happy? So does money determine your happiness, yes or no? No. How many know if you had lots of money, though, you'd be happy? You're different. <laughs> okay. If I had your money, I'd be happy. No problem. Give me your money and we'll try, okay? <laughs> People say money can't buy happiness, don't know where to shop. <laughs> Now, see that? That's not going to do it, is it? It's not the money. It's how you communicate to yourself about money, your lack of it or the abundance you think you have. By the way, can people have an abundance but communicate to themselves that they're still in scarcity, yes or no? Yes. Absolutely. So money doesn't do it. It's how you feel determined by uh, whether or not uh, the weather is good? Yes. <laughs> oh, really? Are there people in freezing weather who are very happy, yes or no? Yes. Are there people in hot weather that are very happy, yes or no? Yes. Are there people that are in either one of those weathers in the opposite degree that have opposite feelings? Does that translate you out yet? <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, the weather doesn't determine it. Is it whether you're happy or not determined by whether or not other people say they love you? They go, yes, but you, but it, it shouldn't. <laughs> So you sit there and shoot all over yourself, huh? 
Okay. You're right, it probably shouldn't, but a lot of us connect that real directly. But I got a question for you. Somebody comes up to you and they tell you, I love you. <laughs> or they come up and they hug you. Or they look at you that certain special way. <laughs> or they kiss you passionately. And you have these feelings. You begin to come to attention, gentlemen. <laughs> My question for you is, what, what made all that happen? Was it really the kiss that did it? <laughs> no, I don't think so. If that's true, kissing your dog would get you excited. <laughs> it wasn't a kiss. It was the meaning you associated to that particular moment when tissue touched tissue in that unique way. That's really it, isn't it? Yeah. It isn't actually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it isn't actually the event itself, is it? It is rather what we communicated to ourselves about that event. Somebody hugs you and you feel good. Do they make you feel good? Yes or no? No. What makes you feel good is you've got a set of rules inside your head that say, if somebody touches me quite like this, they look like that, sound, smell, feel like this, then I get to say, ooh. <laughs> Okay. And so you say, okay, it's time to feel good, and your brain goes, and you start feeling good, right? So the bottom line is we determine how we feel by the way we communicate to ourselves, by the meaning that we communicate about a situation. See, it's not the event that determines how we feel. It's the meaning that we associate to the event that determines how we feel. And that meaning is something we create and we communicate to ourselves. If you're upset about anything, all upsets come down to the meaning you associate to something. If you're upset about something, it's because you're thinking, well, that's because this means they don't care about me, or this means I'm no longer in control, or this means I'm not respected, or this means all upset is based on a meaning. And how many times have you been wrong when you linked up the meaning? Anybody been wrong? Yes or no? Yeah. Yes. This means yes. I'll guide you through this, okay? <laughs> we've all been wrong. So what we've got to really be able to do is to realize one thing and write it in your notes. Nothing in life has any meaning except the meaning that I give it. Nothing in life has any meaning except the meaning that I give it. Nothing in life has any meaning except the meaning that I give it. You're the one that puts the label on what things mean. And the last time you are with me, I gave you a phrase when we talked about transformational vocabulary. If you recall, transformational vocabulary is the idea that we get all these pictures and sounds and feelings and sensations start to come in our body, but we don't know what it means till we put a label on it. So you get all these things and they feel uncomfortable, they feel kind of painful, and you call that humiliation. Will that intensify the feeling more than if you say, you know, I'm a little frustrated? Yes or no? You better believe it. The label we put on our experience becomes our experience. And we are the person doing the labeling. Now, granted, I'll agree that most of us are an automatic pilot. We're using a labeling and a communication process that we don't even think about consciously. And we can easily point to other people and show how they created that feeling for us. 
And certainly they helped us to get into state. They helped us by giving us some feedback, but we still determine the feeling. I'll give you an example. I was in Hawaii recently. I couldn't believe it. I read this article, and I saw the thing on TV where they interviewed this guy. He was out swimming, and the shark came and bit his leg off. Yeah. You'd think he'd be fairly upset. <laughs> why would you be upset if, some, if you lost your leg? After the initial pain, why would you stay upset? Because of the meaning you'd link to that, right? What would be the meaning that would make you feel, feel upset all the time? That's right. The meaning of loss, that you had lost something. See, almost all pain, all pain you're ever going to feel in your life, the pain that people have that makes them upset, it all starts with, there's, I, I call it emotional anatomy. It all starts in one place. Pain starts with, number one, I'll put it down at the bottom here, a feeling of loss. A feeling of loss. Now, can you ever really lose anything? Only if you perceive that there's a loss. Is that true? Are you following me on this now for a second? You can only feel loss if you perceive it. In other words, you have to tell yourself there's a loss. You have to communicate that you've lost something. This man was not upset. In fact, he was concerned about the shark. Yeah, you say, this guy's on drugs. No, he was sincere. Because his belief was that, number one, he was responsible, not the shark, because he was, he was a swimmer and he knew that in the area he was there were sharks, and if he's thrashing around on the top, they think it's a turtle, they'll come after him. But his concern was that people were so upset about it that people were going to go out and rage and kill the sharks in that area. How's that for sorting by others instead of sorting by self? So the meaning for him was, this was a learning experience. That's what it meant to him. For other people, it means, I'm maimed for life. With a different meaning that he communicated. If he would have said, I'm maimed for life, I'll never be the same. You know, I can never accomplish anything. I'll never, a woman will never be attracted to me. I'll be a gimp for the rest of my life. If he would have linked those meanings, do you think he would have been in the same state, yes or no? No way. By the way, maybe this is temporary, right? I don't know. I don't know this guy. I'm not going to be around a long time to meet him. But I can tell you for years what I've done is interview people who are absolutely what I think are spiritual masters. What I mean by spiritual masters is not flying to the east and meeting somebody who sits and meditates. I mean somebody who doesn't have the use of their legs or their arms and lives in absolute joy and is totally loving and tries to figure out how to contribute to other people. To me, that's a spiritual master. And I'll tell you what, there's tons of them. And they're my friends now, because I go to learn from them. You know what I find out? They have developed belief systems that have helped them to interpret human behavior in a way that causes them not to be upset. Because no matter what happens, they finally figured out something. If you want to succeed in life, figure out how it works and then do it that way, not the way you think it should be. See, what most of us do is we run around in life with all these rules about how life should be, about how you should be, about he should be, how doctors should be, how staff should be, how patients should be. But you know how they're going to be? How they really are. Not how you want them to be. And then every time they don't meet your criteria, rah, you communicate to yourself, it's time to be annoyed. <laughs> or maybe a more intense word. Is that true? When you have an upset... Of any sort, you're feeling some negative emotion. It always comes down to really you have a feeling of what? Loss. Loss. But do you ever really lose? No, you don't ever lose anything. It just changes form. Hey, nothing in the entire universe ever disappears. Nothing. Not your physical body. Not rocks. Not stones. Nothing. Everything in the uniform, universe transforms from one form to another. You take water, you try and destroy it. Let's say you boil it. What does it become? Steam. Everything in the world transforms to a higher level. It's always transforming. 
you got to realize you can't lose anything. You can transform things, but you can't lose anything. Now, you can try and pretend you've lost something. You can like, be upset with somebody and they go, oh, my God, I've lost their love, or, or they've lost mine, or I've lost respect. How do you lose respect? You can't lose something that's already inside of you. See, the problem is people are, you know, looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> <laughs> Love is not something you have to go looking for when it's where you come from. A friend of mine said that, Michael Hadley. Thought, wow, what a great thing to remember. Love is not something you have to go looking for when it's where you come from. So you can't lose something. Everything you thought you'd lose is already inside of you. That was Tony Robbins. His website is TonyRobbins.com. You can check out today's entire talk on YouTube. It is called Tony Robbins Motivational Speeches, How to Control Your Mind and Emotions Fast. All right, my friend, pick up your QOD merch at QODmerch.com. Check out today's episode of Mindset Coach, my solo podcast, and follow me on the Instagram at Sean Croxton. I will see you tomorrow with Mel Robbins. I'm out. Peace. 